Welcome to the Living Hope Church audio podcast. Join us weekly as Pastor Jeff Myers shares from God's Word. If you'd like more information about Living Hope Church of Dixon, California, please visit our website at livinghopedixon.com. So um, we're going to finish up our uh, our uh, Psalms Awesome Mixed Volume 1 series uh, this week and uh, with, a, with a very, very short psalm, three verses long. It's uh, Psalm number 131, if you want to flip over there. Psalm number 131. So, you know, there's a, a lot of different reasons that people will make a decision to kind of have a relationship with Christ. Um, and and, and it, it, it kind of stretches across the gamut of reasons. Um, this is what I know, though. Like, I love, does anybody like, like, blessings, when you feel like blessed, uh, when you feel like God is kind of pouring out blessings on you and that sort of thing. Like, I, I love that feeling of, of like, God is taking care of me. Um, he's providing for me. I feel blessed. I feel sometimes blessed beyond what I deserve, oftentimes blessed beyond what I deserve. Uh, and there, and then also I, one of the other reasons I, I really love a relationship with Jesus Christ is I feel like I, I find out about who I am when I'm with Jesus. I find out about like why I, you know, the, the kind of big questions to life, why, why are we here? You know, what's the purpose of life and that sort of thing. I feel like I find those kind of answers in a relationship with Christ, that he reveals to me why he made me. Uh, when, when, when I'm close to him, when I'm in his word, when, I, when I'm near to him, suddenly I get, I get meaning and I get direction. And, and um, there's, there's just something very, very powerful about that. Very powerful about it. Um. And so uh, I think if we're not careful, and I've seen other, especially like brand new Christians will go through this. If we're not careful, um, our relationship with God ends up kind of hinging on what we're getting from God. Um, And and I don't think it's intentional. I really don't. But I think if, if a lot of us were to explore our motives for our relationship with God, we might find, if, we're, if, if you have the ability to really be honest with yourself, you might find that you're kind of in this relationship almost like you're using like God as a good luck charm. That, you know, I want things to, I want, I want to get that promotion. I want things to be peaceful in my family. I want uh, all this kind of stuff that I want out of life, and I feel like if I, if I come to church, if I, if I try to have a relationship with God and that sort of thing, then maybe I'll get all that stuff that I want. And if I wander too far away, maybe I'll stop getting all that stuff that I want, so I don't want to wander away. And, and so it's, it really it becomes kind of almost this consumeristic relationship that we have with, with God. And, and the psalmist um, writes a, a, a very short little song here in Psalm 131. Let me read it to you. And it kind of um, deals with this a little bit. It says this. O Lord, my heart is not lifted up. My eyes are not raised too high. I do not occupy myself with things too great and too marvelous for me. But I have calmed and quieted my soul. Like a weaned child with its mother, like a weaned child is my soul within me. O Israel, hope in the Lord from this time forth. And forevermore. Now, that, that first verse to me initially was kind of confusing. 
uh, like, you know, my heart's not lifted up, you know, that sort of thing. That, that sounds like maybe he's depressed or something, right? Uh, but that's really not the point that, that the, the writer is trying to make at all. What he's trying to say is that uh, I'm, I'm not concerned with things that are above me, beyond me. Uh, I'm content just with you. I'm content just with you. He has that great uh, analogy there where he says, uh, uh, I've calmed and quieted my soul like a weaned child with its mother, like a weaned child is my soul within me. Um, there's, if you, if, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, it, it's the Bible's example, so I'm just using the Bible's example, okay? So if it sounds a little crass to you, I'm, I'm sorry, grow up. So here we go. So uh, anyway, there, uh, that, if, you've, if you've ever had kids, if you've ever had a baby, and, uh, and, and maybe, you know, you're, uh, you know, Jamie uh, uh, nursed all of our kids at one point or another. And, and when babies are with their mother, they do this thing. And maybe it was just my kids, but I think it's most of them. But they do this thing where, where as soon as they get in their mother's arm, they start rooting and sometimes snorting like a little pig and just trying to find the source of their food. It's the, it's the funniest thing to watch, right? Because it's like, it's like when they are so dependent on their mother... It's just like, I got to get, I got to get, I got to get, you know, and they, and they finally latch on and everything's good, right? But there's that moment there, that, that moment when before they make that, you know, before they lash, that it's just this crazy grab for, you know, wild, insane grab for food. And, and, and so when he says like a weaned child with its mother, like a, like a weaned uh, child is my soul within me, it, what, what he's saying is that, you know what? When I, when I get with you, you know, well, let's, let's talk about the weaned child. The child who is not uh, nursing anymore instead is, is now weaned and everything. Um, my kids love their mom. I mean, they, I'm just going to be honest. They don't love me the same way they love their mom. <laughs> it makes me cry. Um, no, but they don't. I mean, it's just, it's, I mean, they, no, they, they love me and, and everything. But there is something about mom. Like when I get home. A lot of times I'll get a real quick, daddy, and then they're back to playing, right? When Jamie gets home, mommy, and they are tugging on her, and they just want to be in her lap, and they want to hug on her, and, and the whole thing. I mean, they love when mom is around. They, they love that so much. They, they really love her. And, and, and now they're not nursing kids anymore, right? It's not because they need food from her. It's because they just want to be with her. There is something so comforting to them about just being in the presence and nearness of their mother. And, and what the psalmist is trying to say that I've reached this point in my relationship with you, Lord, where I don't stress about things that I don't need to be stressed about. I don't get anxious over things that I have no control over. I don't use my relationship for you with you just for what I can get out of it. Your presence is enough. Your presence. I just I just want to be close to you. I just I just want to be near you. I find my peace. I find I have my my soul. When was the last time you could actually say with confidence, my soul is calm and quiet? <laughs> really? Like uh, it, it, yeah, that's, that's not every day for me. I don't know if it is for you. Maybe you live a different life than I live. But I have a calm and a quiet soul. I just, all I need is you. All I, need, I, don't, I don't need your stuff. I just, I just need you. I just need you. 
that's the question I want you to ask yourself. You can put that question up. The question is this. Do I want Jesus or do I want his stuff? Do I want Jesus or do I want his stuff? Now, there's nothing wrong with the stuff that Jesus gives us. He, he's a good God. And he, like I said, he blesses us far more than what we deserve. But can I challenge you to draw near to him in such a way, develop your relationship with him in such a way that it's not about his stuff, it's just simply about him. All, all I need is you. All I need is you, Jesus, in my life. That, that's it. That's it. If, 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 I don't, if you don't give me another thing, I say this all the time, if, if the only good thing you ever got from God was the salvation of your soul, that would be enough. It would be enough, but the, this is, the good news is God loves us so much. He is such a good father. He loves giving us even more than that. Just as all the good fathers in the room love to give their kids good things. But are you content with just his presence? Jesus told this story. I'll wrap it up with this. Jesus told this story of, um, of, of the story is called the prodigal son. It's about a son who uh, was the son of a wealthy man and had an inheritance coming to him and decided he didn't need dad anymore. Didn't need to live at home anymore. He just wanted his inheritance. And, and so he could go off and just live whatever life he wanted to live. And so he goes to his dad and says, I need, I want my inheritance now. I don't want to be here anymore. I want my inheritance now. This was such an insult to this loving father because what he was basically saying is, you cannot die soon enough for me. You cannot die soon enough for me. Would you just give me my inheritance? And so the father gives him his inheritance. And he goes off and he lives wild and he lives crazy. He wastes all of his money. He finds himself impoverished and without friends. Uh, living in a, a pig pen, taking care of pigs, eating the same slop that they're eating, just the lowest of low of low of low of low. And he has this kind of epiphany. He has this, 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 this thought as he's kind of, you know, down in the pig pen. And he says, you know what? My, the servants of my father have it better than this. And he realized, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go back to my father. I'm going to tell him, I, I don't need your stuff anymore. I just need to be near you now. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't deserve anything from you. I've, 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 I've dishonored you. I've disrespected you. I treated you poorly. I, I don't need your stuff anymore. I just need you. Let, I'll, live, I'll live with the servants, I'll, I'll, whatever. But I just need to be near my father. And the father embraces him and throws a big party for him and, and just, I mean, just, just wraps him up and makes him a son again, right? I don't know about you, but I, I want, and, and I have, I experience um, glimpses of it from time to time. I wish I could say that, that I was fully there, like just 24-7, just basking in the presence of God, and that was all I needed. But honestly, I sometimes concern myself with things that are higher than me. I worry about things that maybe I need to let, let God worry about and just rest in Him. But I want to be able to say, I have calmed and quieted my soul. My soul is calm. My soul is quiet. I'm not, I'm not anxious about things. I'm not concerned about things that are 
outside of my pay grade, so to speak. I just need your presence, God. That's all I need. That's all I want. Just your presence. I just want to be with you. I want, I want for there to be more of a, of a, and it's there, it's there sometimes, but even more so, I want there to be a hunger inside of me just to be in God's presence. I, I love my, uh, when, you, when you have like a relationship with somebody, a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a wife or a husband or even a friend, just a really, really good friend. To me, one of the best parts, or, or, or you know you've got, you, you've got a great relationship with somebody when you can be with them and just shut up. You don't have to say anything. You don't have to do anything. You can just kind of, like, like I got this one friend, you know, uh, old friend, that when I get together with him, we can, we can connect in some really kind of base ways in terms, not base, that's wrong, the wrong word, but, uh, but we can, we connect in, in ways that are just like, we'll just go and just kind of sit with each other, you know, maybe at a ball game or, or at a movie or, or whatever. And we'll have a little bit of conversation, but it doesn't have to be all about conversation. I love this guy so much. I just love being around him. I just feel better when I'm around him. Right. And there are times, a lot of times I'm that way with, with my wife too. I just, I, you know, it's like we do our weekly date night, and it's like, what do you want to do tonight? And I don't care. I just want to get away from these kids. And, <laughs> and so, you know, we go and do our thing. And sometimes there's not, you know, sometimes we have a whole lot of stuff to talk about, and we just enjoy each other's conversation. And sometimes it's just good to kind of sit across from a, ta- a table from each other and hold hands and kind of look at each other and let all the cares of our week kind of melt away. Her, her presence is enough, right? I want that more often with my God. I want to be able to kind of have this relationship with my God, and I think you do too, where, God, thank you for your stuff. You're so good. You're so faithful to take care of me and to provide for me and to inform me about the direction you have for my life and why you created me the way that you created me. But, God, if you don't give me another you know, what I would consider a good thing. If you don't tell me one more informative thing about me, if, if all I can have, if all I can do is just be in your presence, if all I can have is just to spend time with you and pray, you know, can I, can I be, be honest with you? Sometimes my prayer life, in fact, I think most often my prayer life, there, there are very few words in my prayers. Very few words in my prayer. Sometimes for me, praying is just to calm and quiet my soul and just allow myself to be in God's presence. I don't have to say a whole lot. God doesn't need me to say a whole lot. And when I can get with him and just, man, I just enjoy his presence. That's, 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 that's what I want. I want to feel a nearness to God. I want to feel a nearness. When I feel far from God, um, things start going a little wonky in my life. I need that nearness. I need Jesus more than I need his stuff. Would you bow your heads with me?
I, I know just by the law of averages that there are a, a, a good handful of people in this room that are feeling um, hurried, rushed, anxious, worried, um, all the above. And while you're like rushing around trying to tie up all the loose ends of your life, And if you're like me, when you get in those mad rushes of trying to tie up all those loose ends, it only reveals more loose ends. I think your Savior is kind of patiently waiting for you to just be content with his presence. And I, I just want to challenge you this morning. Would you just simply give up... Um, all of that stuff that is bogging you down. All of that stuff that is ultimately outside of your control. Would you stop concerning yourself with Jesus had this great interaction with um, a couple of ladies at their house, Mary and Martha. And um, he's teaching in the house Normally in that situation, when a rabbi was teaching, the, the men would, might gather around and listen and the women would be concerned with taking care of the men, you know, providing food and making sure everybody was comfortable and that sort of thing. But Mary um, decides she needs to sit down and listen to Jesus. And Martha, her sister, is doing a mad dash around the house and around the kitchen trying to prepare the, fi <coughs> the finest meal she can prepare because Jesus is in her house. And um, finally she's had enough and she, <laughs> she kind of gets Jesus' attention and she says, Jesus, would you please tell my sister to come help me? I'm doing all the work and she's just kind of sitting there. And Jesus says, well, actually, she's chosen the better thing, that you're doing all of these things when one thing would have been enough. And basically what he was saying was, you know, you're, 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 you know, you're preparing like this 10-course meal. A sandwich would have been fine. She chose the better thing. She said, she's sitting at my feet. She's just in my presence. I want to worship Jesus for who he is. I want to be in his presence just because he has paved the way for me to be in his presence. And I don't deserve to be there. I want to stop worshiping his stuff. I want to stop worshiping the work that I do for him. Instead, just worship him for who he is. Just him. There's a time and a place to, to seek out our futures and to work for him and all that kind of stuff, but we also just need to be near him. And would you just position yourself this morning in a place uh, that you can just simply start to
Calm and quiet your soul and let him be enough. Jesus, you're so good to us. Forgive me when I forgive me when I worship your stuff instead of worshiping you. Forgive me when I worship um, the work that I do for you instead of instead of just worshiping you. Forgive me when I treat my relationship with you so cheaply that I'm more concerned with what you would give me rather than just the fact that you've given me yourself. Thank you so much. Thank you that you do um, care for us and provide for us, that you bless us in ways that are oftentimes so unexpected. God, that you open doors of opportunity for us and you are in control of our lives and and you're a good God, a a God worth following, a God who is trustworthy, who is faithful even when we are unfaithful. God, would you calm and quiet my soul? Would you just allow me to hunger for your presence? We love you. We love you so much. You are you're first and foremost the only one who deserves the title of God. You are our Savior. You have rescued us. You look on us with love when we rebel against you. You are all we need. Just you. And we thank you for making yourself available to us. We thank you for paying the price for this relationship. I love you, Jesus, and and, um, I just pray that you would increase my hunger for you. And when I am stressed and when I am anxious about things that I just simply need to rest in you about and trust in you about, um, would you come to me through your Holy Spirit in such a strong way that it would that your presence would just calm and quiet me. Father, you alone are good. You alone are worthy of our praise, and so we give it to you, and we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.